This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Wednesday. It was five minutes. It was the same five minutes, and it's always the same five minutes. And I really enjoy the song. I I liked the old countdown where it had the freaking fun facts and it did the, you know, it did the music change and everything. I thought that was funny, but it was a lot of work. But I really I like the I like the trippy screen. One of these days I might get a producer and I won't have to do one of those countdowns. And just come on and they'll share it out. Because that's, that's what I'm doing when the countdown is going on. I'm sharing it out. Especially when I'm on Facebook and I can actually share shit into groups and stuff. Back on Facebook tomorrow after serving my 30 day ban again. I do not think I deserve to be banned. I said that I felt it was weird that we were having debates on when cops were allowed to kill us. Didn't think that was a controversial statement. It got me a 30-day ban on Facebook. But that's not what you came here for. You came here to talk about the news, and we're going to talk about so much tonight. This is going to be a crazy show. Usually we do, you know, four or five big stories. But tonight it's more of a hodgepodge of different shit. First of all, a socialist has a message for any elected politician. She is putting you on blast, motherfuckers. We're going to hear from her. She won her race in the Democratic primary and is now the presumptive mayor of Buffalo. One mighty handily, by the way. The cops fatally shot a man who was holding a shoplifter at bay. They rolled up on the scene, apparently, and shot the dude that was... That tells you, don't ever try to help out the cops. Don't squill on anybody. Don't narc. Mind your own fucking business. We'll watch the video. We'll see what happened. A school board meeting in what, Loudoun? Loudoun County, Virginia? Went completely off the fucking rails... Arrests were made. We've got video to watch. It's once again, we talked about the CRT bullshit last night. Oh my God. General Mark Milley, who I never, I never thought that I would be promoting him as a guy that was like the sane one in the room. Matt Gates confronts him about CRT and Mark Milley lets Matt Gates have it. It is an amazing piece of video that we're going to watch here in just a little bit. But starting off tonight, we're going to talk about motherfucking John McAfee. Jesus Christ. Uh, Warlord is the one that alerted me to this. I was in the middle of doing the freaking news for tomorrow, which we're I'm doing it for the freaking news. We're going to talk about that story here in a little bit. A nurse in Tennessee was arrested for mailing, mailing her poop and... Blood, not her, I'm sorry, not her, for mailing poop and blood to her ex-husband. No, 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 to her husband's ex. Yes, it's complicated. We're going to get into all that. 
fucking crazy ass story. But starting off, John McAfee, the what would you the inventor, the founder of McAfee antivirus. I'm sure Poop Boy tried to mail me poop. John McAfee, the antivirus creator, found dead in prison cell. This is happening just in the last few hours. The Catalan, uh, Catalan, Catalan, Catalan? Justice Department said prison medics tried to resuscitate him, but were not successful. It said in a statement that everything indicates McAfee took his own life. He is a controversial figure in the tech world. His company released the first commercial antivirus software. Became a piece of shit after he sold the company. McAfee Virus Scan helped to spark a multi-billion dollar industry in the computer world and was eventually sold to technology giant Intel for more than $7.6 billion fucking dollars. He ran for president many times. In October 2020, John McAfee was arrested in Spain when he was about to board a plane to Turkey and accused of failing to file tax returns for four years. Now, October 2020, I missed this story. I don't remember him being put in jail. Him dying in a jail cell was a surprise to me today. But it was October 2020, and Trump got COVID. We've got the election going on. It was a fucking wild time. Hell, I might have even done the story of John McAfee on this show, and I just don't fucking remember it. That's very possible. I might have actually touched on it because I wouldn't say that I like the guy, but goddamn, is he fascinating. He was accused of uh, failing to file tax returns for four years despite earning millions from consulting work, speaking engagements, cryptocurrencies, and selling the rights to his life story. There are multiple documentaries. Highly recommended. His wife was like his sex slave at one point in time. He was a really, I, I think he was paranoid as fuck. He thought, but then again, like I, the Colombians might have actually been out to get him or some shit. I think it was Colombians. I don't fucking, it's a wild, wild story. U.S. Justice Department alleged that McAfee evaded tax liability by having his income paid into bank accounts and cryptocurrency exchange accounts in the names of, of nominees. He was also accused of concealing assets, including a yacht and real estate property, also in other people's names. Doesn't surprise me. Spain's national court authorized his extradition to the U.S. to face charges on Wednesday morning. In recent years, McAfee repeatedly claimed that there was a plot to get him. However, the court said there was no revealing evidence that he was being prosecuted for political or ideological reasons. That I believe. So although a pioneer of computer security, he once admitted to the BBC that he never actually used the software on his own computers or any antivirus software for that matter. I guess admitting, uh, admitting that it was a scam. Porn sites, for example, I just don't go there, he said. Here, a little excerpt from. What I want to talk about is something very dear to my heart, privacy. And the eroded nature of privacy in our lives today. 
Well, he he wanted the privacy to commit crimes and people within Google. I will not abuse women because I am not a rude gentleman. Would like us to believe that if we have nothing to hide, we should not mind if everybody knows everything that we do. I mean, I fundamentally disagree with that statement. That's for sure. I'm very much about privacy, but I mean, let's face it: this motherfucker was wanting privacy to be able to exploit women and doing the drugs and everything. That's that's okay. Owning a lot of arms, shit like that. Serious issue with that. If everybody knew everything about everybody else, what would human behavior become? We would be limited to the least common denominator of human behavior. Those behaviors which no one I mean, I feel like that's all already the way it is with capitalism. I hear people saying over and over, I don't care. Let them sit. I've got nothing to hide. It's not- that, I mean, like, this motherfucker has the money to say fuck you to people. But, like, we don't. We have to sanitize ourselves in order to make ourselves employable. You want to talk about true freedom, you got to tackle that. Here's the issue. Unless you are willing to stand up... To take a stand, to do something. But we're all lost. We have done this because we are lazy. We want ease of living. We want comfort in our life. Oh, yeah. Safe, secure, and comfortable, then actually live and get out there and and suffer and see what life is all about. I'm, I'm as guilty as you are. No, you're not. You went out and, like, shot guns and had lots of wild sex and parties and did drugs and shit. The difference is, one, you had the money to pull it off. Two, you had the money to fight off the consequences for all these years. Up until today. He also launched unsuccessful bids to become the Libertarian Party's candidate for the presidential elections in 2016 and 2020. I don't even think he was living in the States in 2020. I think he was on the run. 2019, McAfee expressed his disdain for taxes, tweeting that he had not filed tax returns for eight years because taxation is illegal. In the same year, he was briefly detained in the Dominican Republic for allegedly bringing weapons into the country. All right, next up tonight. Brittany, bitch. Britney Spears appeared in court today to fight off her abusive conservatorship. I'm on the free Britney side. I heard the podcast, I believe it was What Really Happened, that does these deep dives. This would have been 2018, probably. And it did a, you know, what really happened with the Britney Spears story. And I feel bad for the way I looked at her previously. And the woman needs autonomy. Good afternoon. The pop star was very open and revealed a lot of detail. She also asked the judge to keep the record open because she wants the public and her fans to know what's happening. And if you take a look behind me, you can see a large group of fans gathered outside the courthouse to show their support for her. Now, this happened just a few hours ago. Fans to know what's really going on. She called the conservatorship abusive and asked for it to end. Now, she's been in one for 13 years. During the status hearing today, pop stars Britney Spears 
Rogers spoke with a judge over the phone. She said in 2018, despite wanting a break, she was forced to go on tour. Management said they would sue her if she didn't. She told the court she's been she's been taking meds for eight years, and when she was told she didn't have to continue performing in Vegas, she felt like 200 pounds was lifted off her. Then days later, she was put on medication, had six different nurses in her home for a month. Now, they also told her she had to do a psychological test, and she was told that she failed. She said her dad, Jamie Spears, loved every moment of it. She was angry, depressed, had no privacy. She felt dead having to keep her father in the loop. And she also said she didn't know she could end the conservatorship. She wants her life back and doesn't think that she should be evaluated. She called it demoralizing. Spears says her money or vacation could be withheld if she didn't do what she was asked. And she says she shouldn't be in this. Yeah, she's being bled dry by these vultures. She also said 13 years is enough. Now, Spears said she hasn't handpicked her lawyer and she wants to do that. She also said she'd like to be able to get married and have a baby, that she has an IUD and wants to remove it, but they won't let her. Now, back here live. Wow. She hasn't asked to file a petition to end the conservatorship, but it will be done if she requests it. The judge proposed a plan, a care plan, be drawn up, and they said they'll hold another hearing to go over it. Reporting live in downtown LA, Kimberly Chang, KTLA. Fucking shit. Like, she has been so exploited. And that, that reminds me, like, I watched the, the Vice China documentary. Holy shit. That poor woman. The, the filmmakers that were, not the ones that made the documentary that is on Vice, but the, the filmmakers that she was coming back to film a movie with, they, they killed China. Honestly, this this system of exploitation, and that's, that's exactly that is exactly what capitalism is. We we need a change. And here's here's another example of it. We have a man who felt the need to hold a shoplifter at gunpoint. Why in the world you would feel the need to go to bat for some capitalistic entity is beyond me. Holds this shoplifter at gunpoint. I assume because they've got this, you know, machismo fantasy that they've always wanted to stop a crime in progress. That's the whole reason they're caring in the first place. Let's see what it got you, pal. Right now, a developing story. An off-duty Phoenix police officer shooting a man who investigators say was pointing a gun at two people. All of it happening in a restaurant parking lot. Oh, wow. So it wasn't even the cops pulling... I, I figured it was the cops pulling up on the scene and seeing the man having the other dude detained. But it was an off-duty cop. BBC 15's Nicole Valdez live near 15th Avenue in Camelback. And Nicole, you talked to a witness tonight on scene. And I believe this happened over the weekend. Yeah, he got here just minutes after those shots were fired and watched the man police say was armed and threatening to shoot two people get loaded onto an ambulance. But it's not a black and white story here, guys. There's a lot of gray areas. Police say they're looking into another crime that happened nearby that could have played a role in this shooting. It's like Notice the way they're saying it. There, the adrenaline's pumping and stuff. You don't know what's going on. In this witness video, you'll see emergency crews rushing towards this rally's off 15th Avenue in Camelback. I was going eastbound, and I saw a bunch of cops. I didn't know what was going on, so I went in the parking lot. I filmed some stuff. Bryce Hay was behind that camera as Phoenix police swarmed in. 
just moments after one of their off-duty officers here directing traffic opened fire. He heard a loud commotion. He exited his vehicle and he observed an adult male suspect pointing a gun at two individuals. As he approached, the officer pointed his firearm at the suspect and gave commands for the suspect to drop the gun. Then the officer fired uh, strike. No, no, now, this dude, who was apparently trying to be a good Samaritan, never pointed his gun at the cop, I would assume. Probably didn't have time to respond to the officer's commands. We won't know because he was off duty, so he didn't have a goddamn body camera on him. I'm sure they're going to try to cover it up. The suspect. Hey, got this shot of that man on a stretcher before heading to the hospital. And so I got my camera out and basically I ran over there, um, over in that little shopping center, and I saw um, them working on one victim. Um, and then that dude um, looked like he got shot in the ear. Sergeant Andy Williams says officers detained two others and says Phoenix PD is also looking into a separate crime that happened at a shopping center just next door. We're still trying to figure out what everyone's role in that crime was or how they're related to this incident. I think the, I think the, the, the people committing the crime here were the cops. And who was the man pointing the gun? Those are all details police say they're still sorting out. Okay, so th- this was clearly that night. Let's see if we've had the update. This is up- According to officials, a uniformed officer who was off-duty at the time was directing traffic in the area when he heard a commotion. That's the same thing. That's that's only what's in the fucking story. I'm going to try to get an update on this. Because that's been five days. We should know more now. What happened like Friday or Saturday night? Neo-Nazi who dressed like the Joker and what's, I don't know what Omegle faces is. Trolled Omegle faces. Trolled Omegle faces 30 years in prison. No, I did not see. I don't know. Teen got tased. I don't know. I don't know which one you're talking about. Shoot it to me, Tone. Paul Miller, a popular neo-Nazi with a penchant for dressing up like the Joker and calling people slurs on sites like Omegle and Chat Roulette is now facing 30 years behind bars. Well, yep, that'll do it. We live in a society, sir. Well-known neo-Nazi vlogger who loved nothing more than to dress up as comic book villains and call for genocide quietly pleaded guilty to several gun charges on Tuesday morning. Paul Miller, a 32-year-old Florida man, is better known by his audience of racist and online trolls as Gypsy Crusader. We're reading from Vice, by the way. There is bias, but I trust this bias. We had a sizable audience on sites like BitChute and Telegram, sites well-known for their lax rules about hate speech and violent rhetoric. He would post racist remarks and call for violence. An FBI raid in March netted him three charges for possession of an unregistered firearm and ammunition and possession of a weapon by a felon. Yeah, Stargraven, that's the first thing we did was we'd go over McAfee. That's, I, do, I, 
I'm sad. For, I don't want to say I like the guy. But boy, was I fascinated by him. I I think so. I've seen so many documentaries about McAfee. Is that the one that goes into all the sexual exploits and the interviews with Janice and everything? And like, I, I think Janice used to be his sex slave at one point in time. Like the man. <laughs> yeah, he's not. It's the same way I felt when uh, New Jack died. Like fucking, I have a reverence for New Jack, but New Jack was not a good person. And, like, I'm kind of crying a little bit watching the New Jack documentary. I watched it with Sparkles. Sparkles loved fucking New Jack. We get to the end of it, and I'm like, well, he wasn't a good person. She's like, I think he's in the right in all those situations. Like, Gypsy Joe didn't need to be beaten like that. What? (laughs) I just, like, I'm conflicted about Maggie. I I liked a lot of what he had to say. I like a lot of his fuck you attitude. I like his, you know, taking on the man. But ultimately, I think John McAfee was a shit person. <laughs> and that he he ultimately killed himself because he didn't want to he didn't want to face justice. And he had he legitimately had been doing some some really shitty things. Of course they were gonna get him on taxes, but like that's not what he needed to be prosecuted for. It would be his abuse of women. That would be top of my list on the actual offenses. And, you know, I just don't think people should have that much fucking money. I think he was a billionaire. Or at least a multi-multi-millionaire. Yeah, sadly, Tones, you're right. It's not really a crime. Paul Miller, though, in some of his videos, he partook in the popular format of trolling video chat websites that would set you up with random users like Omegle or Chat Roulette. In them, he would say racist or bigoted remarks to whoever he came across. I never even thought about doing that. Oh, my God. I can't do it, though, because we do, like, Chat Roulette. Somebody's going to show up with their, like, three out of four of the people we're going to come across are going to be, like, having their dicks out. So I, I wonder exactly what his finances look like here in the last five or six years. I'm sure they were probably not liquid to where he could access a lot of it. I mean, he's still fucking rich as shit. I wonder exactly what he could access. I'm, I'm interested in going on this Omegle or something. Maybe I'll record it and then play it as a bit and I'll, I'll censor shit that happens. That sounds like I can go into Omegle and troll people. He would at times do this in costume, a popular one being the Joker costume from the 2019 film, but in other cases he dressed up in a skull mask with a Kevlar vest with a swastika patch. In some videos he would brandish a gun and point it at the camera. He even kind of looks like the, the Joker. How many stories from Florida are there? Oh, yes, 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 yes. I do have this story. I don't know if I put it on for today. I meant to put it on for today. I'm glad you sent it. 
Earlier in the year, the FBI decided the man dressed as the Joker wasn't joking and raided his home. On March 2nd, the FBI found a stockpile of over 800 rounds of ammunition and an unregistered short-barreled rifle with the serial numbers uh, filed off. The criminal complaint states that during the raid, agents found pieces of the rifle disassembled. Prosecutor said that Miller was actively planning for what he believed to be an upcoming civil war. In his interview, the complaint states that Miller admitted to owning the rifle, but said he didn't realize... Hold on. Oh, he left. That he didn't realize he was doing anything illegal and only owned it because it was... Sacred. No scared. Scared of the people of the people he trolled because he was scared of the people he trolled like anti-fascist oh my god I put this in the wrong part I should have put this with the the guilty pleas that we got from the Capitol rioters thanks a lot Batman well I'm not I'm not on Batman's side. Batman's a rich asshole taking justice into his own hands. Byron Yawn is the CEO of a Tennessee consulting firm and a former pastor. He's also the target of a lawsuit brought by former Major League Baseball player Ben Zobrist. Byron Yawn is a former pastor at the Community Bible Church in Nashville. It was at the church where he met Zobrist and his wife, Juliana, according to the Journal Star. Zobrist accused Yawn of having an affair with Juliana and would file for divorce. The former pastor is also accused of defrauding Zorbist charity, according to the lawsuit. Zorbist, a two-time World Series champion, took four months off from the Chicago Cubs address problems with his marriage. Ball player lost $8 million in income, according to the lawsuit. He's seeking $6 million in damages from the pastor. The pastor probably has fucking $6 million. It said he was a uh, uh, CEO or something. Yeah, CEO of Tennessee Consulting Firm. Wow. The lawsuit states that Ben Zorbis donated a large amount of money to Community Bible Church Zorbist also gave Yon, gave the Yon family up to fifteen grand for a pastoral trip, according to the newspaper. God damn! The lawsuit states, according to the Journal Star, that Yon often capitalized on the plaintiff's celebrity asking him to sign autographs for his mother-in-law, requesting tickets to baseball games, hosting guys' nights out for the church and requesting that Zorbis send personal videos to parishioners who were being baptized. Religion is such a fucking scam, but what the hell is going on in Tennessee? Moving a couple hours down the road. A Tennessee nurse admits to mailing feces and blood to her husband's ex-wife. Exactly. How to be a grifter. That's his consulting firm. A Tennessee registered nurse faces federal charges for mailing packages to her husband's ex-wife that contained biohazardous material. 
including a used sanitary napkin and shit. She sent shit. We all know you'd mail me poop. A criminal complaint filed by the U.S. Postal Inspection Service. By the way, st- stick around, Breed Creed. We're going to talk about Joey Janela here in a second. A criminal complaint filed by the U.S. Postal Inspection Service says 37-year-old Della Marie Gibson Latham of Oak Ridge accuses her of violating U.S. Postal Service rules for mailing two packages back in April. Wait, I thought it was against the law to mail poop. There was a website where you could mail poop. You can mail fucking dicks. But they're like little plastic dicks. An arrest report says Gibson agreed to speak with agents at Park West Medical Center, and in that interview, she admitted to mailing a package containing feces and a letter containing a blood-stained feminine pad. The report says Gibson also admitted the blood came from a patient at the hospital. The report says Gibson... So she didn't even have the courtesy to use her own... Now, there's a reason why I'm doing this story. I debated about it. We're, we're going to get into it because the woman's reasons for sending this sanitary napkin and some shit in the mail are fucking outlandish. The report says Gibson told investigators she mailed the products because she wanted the kids to know the truth about the ex-wife. That the ex-wife was lazy, didn't work, and lived off the system. Gibson told investigators she worked hard for everything she had. Her employer, however, says she's not working hard anymore because she has been fired after her arrest. She was stealing blood and shit from patients at the hospital to send to people. Gibson has been released on bond awaiting trial in federal court. While she waits for that, she's been ordered not to seek employment in the medical field. Entirely reasonable. Or have any contact with the victim and victim's children. I don't think you can mail poop. I think it's a biohazard, sir. I don't think you can mail poop at all. Yes, poor woman has been canceled. But the fact that she's, she did it to teach the kids a lesson about who is lazy and who actually works in this, in this situation. What? I mean, I guess you could relate it back. I stole these items from work here. This proves I'm a nurse. It makes no fucking sense. You know, this woman is a QAnon. You know, she voted for Donald Trump. In late March, Loudoun County deputies arrested Gibson on vandalism charges after the ex-wife's work car was damaged in the parking lot of Lenore City High School during a banquet for students. The children discovered damages to the car. The arrest report says Gibson admitted to intentionally causing the damage, valued at more than $1,000. He was stealing someone else's labor! (laughs) 
But you do you have to put it in some kind of sealed container? You can't just have like poop like out in a out in the open, right? Who boy would love this story? <laughs> Daniel, we miss you. Come back, hang out with us. I don't think he's dead. Unless, unless his girlfriend killed him over like all the shit I was saying about him. I she thought the husband's and that's the thing is like she's not the ex in this situation a dude left another woman for this woman a man left another woman for the woman that's sending people poop From poop to F-bombs. The Supreme Court rules cheerleaders F-bombs are protected by the First Amendment because of course they are. I can't believe this wasn't a 9-0 decision. I can't believe one justice dissented. Once you go brown... In a victory for student speech rights, the Supreme Court... Oh, by the way, uh, content warning on this one, fuckers. Gratuitous use of the F word. In a victory for student speech rights, the Supreme Court on Wednesday ruled that a former cheerleader's online F-bombs about her school is protected speech under the First Amendment because... Duh. But in an 8-to-1 vote, the court also declared the school administrators do have the power to punish student speech that occurs online or off campus if it genuinely disrupts classroom study. But the justices concluded that a few swear words posted online off school grounds, as in this case, did not rise to the definition of disruptive. I say what the fuck, one... Unless it's threats, which are already illegal in a completely different way, I don't know what a student can say that could rise to the level of disruptive that isn't protected by the First Amendment that isn't already against the law. Right, guys? I what what I wish I was still in school so I could test this. Believe me. I had a little incident at a football game while I was in school where I I thought they couldn't say anything to me because I was at a football game. I have not sued Gwyneth Paltrow yet because not enough people have donated to my Patreon in order to give me the money to sue her. So, the first of the Capitol rioters has been sentenced Trump supporter who spent 10 minutes inside the uh-oh On looks January like I'm using 6th, an ad blocker. The US Capitol was breached by a pro We we know this. We've we've got the backstory CNN, I assure you. We watched it happen live. A Trump supporter who spent 10 minutes inside the US Capitol during the January 6th insurrection was sentenced to probation on Wednesday avoiding jail, becoming the first rioter to learn their punishment in the riot investigation. At a hearing in DC federal court, Judge Royce Lamberth. Sounds like a real winner to me. I'm sorry. I should make fun of him because of his name. Joy, <laughs> Judge Royce. 
Joyce, Judge Royce Lamberth, said the insurrection was a disgrace and forcefully rebuked the utter nonsense coming from some Republican lawmakers and other right-wing figures who are whitewashing what happened. But that's what we do in this country. I don't know what planet they were on, Lambert said of the GOP lawmakers without mentioning any names. Recent release of videos from the attack will show the attempt of some congressmen to rewrite history that these were tourists walking through the Capitol is utter nonsense. Absolutely. They are gaslighting us. And apparently right-wingers just learned what that word is because I've had so many of them say it to me. They are telling us that the reality that we witnessed with our own fucking eyes isn't true. But they did that the entire time. That was the entire Trump administration. It was the fucking most infuriating game of the emperor has no clothes. And that's what, like, having the discussion with the Donut Fremmy guy, like, dude, you came out and said Trump was a great president. We have no... We have no... No objective reality that you and I can agree on. You called a child rapist a great president. You called a man that violated the Constitution every chance he got a great president. And you said the two reasons he gave was because, like, the economy and he did more for black people than anybody's ever done. Both of which are flat-out false. You want to talk about the economy, the economy grew faster under Obama than it did under Trump. But if you want to talk about the first two years under Trump with the low unemployment and everything, that was fucking Obama. To the extent a president has the power to affect the economy, it takes a couple years to actually see that. And that's why, like, I'm so upset with them talking, y'all, like, you're... You're going uh, nuts about inflation right now? Oh, I wonder why we're living in Trump's economy. The fucking tax cuts of 2017. They're just really hitting hard now. That policy takes time. Yeah, yeah, but Biden smells hair. Well, God damn it, I have affidavits. This says Trump rapes children. Not only do I have the affidavits swearing... Swearing that he fucking did it. I can show you videos of him saying, hey, here's my friend, Jeffrey Epstein. We both like young women. I can show you videos of him being creepy towards his own fucking daughter. It's exactly right. 160 years of lost cause terrorist fairy tale fucking propaganda. And when you try to actually confront these people with reality they can't take it and they have fucking breakdowns exactly like the breakdown that happened at the Loudoun County school board meeting we're gonna watch this piece because it's gonna tell the backstory because there was a teacher Suspended over pronouns and everything. A lot of shit going on. Loudoun County School spokesperson just told me the situation has degenerated inside the school board meeting. So you can see. So this was as it was going on. Pouring out of the school board meeting. This is not what's supposed to be happening. All of these people <coughs> were inside the meeting. They were participating in the public comment section. 
That has been shut down by the school board. The school board ordered every member of the public to leave the school board meeting. One person who just walked by told me that the school board. For those of you listening on the podcast, I got choked up on my tea. I didn't take a bong rip. I got choked. My tea went down the wrong pipe. Oh, we're going we're gonna to watch the clips here. Threatened to charge any public member who didn't leave with trespassing. I guess all of this, according to people who have been filing out, say because... This is Virginia. In, uh, ...members of the public were cheering and hurrahing, supporting people who were speaking, which the Loudoun County School Board does not allow to happen. All of this is going on because tonight the Loudoun County School Board is discussing a proposed policy, a Bill of Rights for transgender and gender expansive students. I spoke with a few students here in Loudoun County today about... Now, the reason why they're doing that is because uh, Virginia is where the student went up to the Supreme Court and won. This is one of the reasons why they're having to reevaluate their policy. What these policies would mean for them and their peers... Loudoun County School Board meetings are looking more and more like... Of course they're triggered. ...every month lately. And then shuns all true silence that doesn't further its politics. Republican speeches against CRT, or transgender rights policies. Democrats supporting the transgender rights policies. It's really nicely on... And like... If there's a right-winger watching me right now, this is what the oligarchs that run this country want. You stupid fucks to be upset about something that doesn't fucking matter. Or painting or painting CRT as something it's not. So that you don't join with me and and guillotine them. That's all there that's all there is to it. Because if you if you assholes stop participating in this culture war bullshit and come over and listen to us, you'll realize what we're talking about makes sense. Big Tech would have never been able to censor you if you had stood with me 20 fucking years ago. I They're just conflating everything. Transgender ideology, CRT, it's all social, cultural Marxism. Which, by the way, Rusky, who was in here the other day, said it's like, it's literally what the Nazis did. No, you're literally doing what the Nazis did. They called it Bolshevikism. Now it's cultural Marxism that you're all rallying about. Yep, yep. Thank you, Merkin. Or in a political ad. Policies that would require school staff to address students by their chosen name or gender pronoun if... Honey, you wouldn't be the only one claiming I was a witch if we were back in Salem times. It's a witch hunt. If the student requests it. It will make kids feel better about themselves and more comfortable in their own skin, which will directly, in my opinion, save kids' lives. We are hearing from three students who asked to remain anonymous but are either... Hogan, if you got them, goddamn right. ...LGBTQ community in Loudoun County schools. One of the students says knowing they would have the protection of the school district to use the pronouns they identify with would make them feel comfortable and safe in school. With the teachers I wanted to tell, I just haven't felt comfortable enough because of, like, all the stuff that's going on with, like 
people threatening school board members. I don't want to be threatened too. I have a love-hate relationship with the office. Since national media attention of the pushback against the proposed policy. Will not affirm. And as as I said last night, all these motherfuckers right here. This is just because Republicans need something to run on. They have to fucking amp their base up. So like. All these school board meetings we keep watching that are just devolving into chaos is because, one, it's it's good clickbait. It is excellent clickbait for right-wingers to say, like, they're oppressed. They're, the people are coming for them. And then it's, it, it's, it's self-sustaining. Then these people go to these school board meetings. And then the right-wingers use this online to get more clicks. And say that, like, see, the people agree with us. But the only reason they're doing this shit is because you're feeding them the bullshit to begin with. Confirmed that a biological boy can be a girl and vice versa because it's against my religion. PE teacher Tanner Cross's comments. Your religion is against common sense, you stupid fuck. And parents of, of uh, peers go up into these school board meetings and start talking about how they're, how you know someone is sinning and committing vile acts and all these bad things. It's so disheartening. But these students see hope mainly because the Loudoun School Board doesn't really have a choice. The Virginia Department of Education has mandated every school district create an inclusive policy for pronouns in addition to allowing students to use the restroom of their asserted... Also, that does say Washington. I'm pretty sure this happened in Virginia. I think this is NBC News. Washington is in Washington, D.C. We're going to have to check that. And participate on sports teams of their asserted gender. And I think it's really... Oh, okay. Right side of history. Well, I saw that. I saw it say it said Washington. I'm like, wait a minute, is this Washington State? Here in Loudoun County about this issue. Department of Education has mandated every school district create an inclusive policy for and all these bad things. It's so disheartening. But these students see hope mainly because the Loudoun School Board doesn't really have a choice. The Virginia Department of Education has mandated every school district create an inclusive policy for pronouns in addition to allowing students yeah. to use the restroom of their asserted Good. Good. On sports teams of their asserted gender. And I think it's great that we are on the right side of history here in Loudoun. But it makes perfect sense that this is going to be like ground zero for the culture war. So the school board was set to discuss that policy proposal tonight. There wasn't any vote planned on it for this evening, but a spokesperson for Loudoun School says he doesn't know if the board's... Northern Virginia is, uh, inside and the school really progressive. ...continue its business. And right Southern now, Virginia is not... While we let that happen in the background, we've got a clip now that we're going to play for you that explains or shows you rather what happened inside the school board just a short time ago. Here, let's go. I've already, I've got the other clips. Get the full story here. We're going to go to BuzzFeed. I want you to get the background on exactly what was going on in the school district. So this is one of the shots of one of the men arrested. The crowd yelling. We've got several short clips. Walk with me, please. Walk, walk with 
Wow. No, you were you were disturbing the peace, sir, and you were resisting arrest. Because you were a pasty white guy, they didn't beat the fuck out of you. So here's the protest during the meeting. This, this is what brought the meeting to a halt. I'm, they really are going to turn that song fucking Nazi, aren't they? I mean, it really, like... If you've never looked up the other verses, they are horrendous. We probably shouldn't use the song anyway, but like that... Like, it's not going to be acceptable in a few years. Shame on you, you're adults behaving like this. Because you've listened you've listened to stupid ass right wingers. And like let's let's This isn't representative like it looks like all the parents in the school district are upset, but it's not like the reasonable, rational people aren't in that room right now. This is just a fucking meeting of nut jobs. Oh yeah, I imagine what the vaccination rate is in that room. It's getting to where it's going to be a danger for us to be around any of these fucking people. The Delta variant is already spreading like wild. It is probably already in every state right now. We don't, we, we have it. Identified it in every state, but it is probably in every state right now. Yet more pictures of these. And this is like, this is the microcosm of January 6th. The people that couldn't participate in January 6th, that couldn't make it to D.C. This is how they're going to show their solidarity. They're going to be going to your school board meetings. Doing exactly what they did at January 6th. This is what we had to look forward to. This is the next decade of our politics. He accused opponents of the school board of pushing false stories about critical race theory that have resulted in death threats. I'm deeply concerned about the rise in hateful messages and violent threats aimed at progressive members of the school board. We recently saw KKK flyers in Fairfax. Our own school board members are receiving graphic threats via email and voicemail and parents who support our work are afraid to speak up. I care. I mean, there are people that care. On the gr- like, people on the ground know what's going on. The organizers know what's going on. Oh, you're talking. Oh, you're talking about vaccination. I'm sorry, Stark Raving. I didn't see the whole thing. Yes, it's like one in a thousand will still be hospitalized, or one in a thousand will still die. Will still die, even though you're vaccinated with the Delta variant. 
Do the math on that in the population. That's still a huge number. And my worry, my worry is that we all trade it around while we're all vaccinated and it's going to be vaccine resistant. And then we're just back to square square one and it's going to be like, holy shit, if... If we don't get it under control, October, November, December are going to look grim. And we're going to have we're going to have the same thing we had last year, warning people not to go and meet with their families for Thanksgiving and Christmas with idiot ass right-wingers ignoring it with a far far more deadly variant. And they're going to be more careless because of the vaccine. I mass mandates should not have ended. Now I don't know about like maybe we should have eased them during the summer. There is a lot of data showing that during warm weather in open air it is like almost impossible to transmit even if you're not wearing a mask. Warm weather, open air. So I I don't know. That's why like I feel weird about going out to eat, but also like always go eat out on the patio. You're right. You're right, RB. It's going to be worse than back at square one because it's going to be far, far deadlier. You're right. And that's, and that's the amazing thing to me is that if we, the Yale study proved if we'd followed the stringent protocols, we didn't have to shut down. Maybe for the first couple of weeks and shit while we were getting it under control. But if everybody had worn a mask, practiced social distancing, did the hand washing thing and everything, it would have like stopped it dead in its tracks. We could have opened back up last summer. If everybody followed the protocols, we'd be just fine right now. But no! Yeah, I've totally not, I've never been shopping or anything. The only thing is, like, the very first restaurant we went to, the waiter, like, got my face and was not wearing a mask, and that really upset me. But every other restaurant I've been to, every, all the waiters were wearing masks and shit. Now I'm, I'm fine with that. I hope, I'm, I would assume they're working on that. I would, that's, vaccinating the children is it, because, holy shit. That's a this is an unvaccinated population just ripe for the taking if it like it just mows down children in the fall. Holy shit. I'm I'm I hope I'm wrong. Like I really do. I hope I'm wrong, but like I'm prepared to not go and do concerts and shit. All right, so back on the topic of critical race theory. In my not not so much August. It's it's September October. September October is what I worry about. We've got everybody back in indoors. It starts getting cold in places. It could be August September though. We are in a, a La Nina year, so it's colder. It's been milder this year, despite the fact that we had the record heat wave. And it, overall, it has been a milder year. 
still going to be one of the top record-breaking, hottest years on record. But still. All right, this is Secretary of Defense Austin. He's going to be questioned by Matt Gates, Representative Matt Gates from Florida. Before we get started, I would like to ask the question. How in the fuck is Matt Gates still a congressman? Not only that, how is Matt Gates still a congressman, but how he's questioning our top officials. Okay, yes, whiteness, that is a very acceptable answer. This is Secretary Austin. Matt Gates is going to... Uh, no, no. I think uh, uh, General Milley is going to pipe in. And he's, he's going to want to say something, but Matt Gates cuts him off. So you're going to... Like, this is fantastic. Watch what happens. Previous discussions with service members and particularly officers, I would hear about complaints over parts not arriving on time long deployments, and in my more recent discussions with those officers... I am not high enough for Matt Gates. ...that they raised to me with concern, often unable to speak publicly for fear of the type of retribution that Lieutenant Colonel Lohmeyer faced. They say that your stand-down regarding extremism did not help our military, it hurt the military. And I, I want to share with you that perspective, that it caused service members to otherize one another... It impaired group cohesion. And interesting to me is that I've heard those sentiments most... Oh, just wait. Just, you like... From units that are majority-minority. I can't speak for everybody in this chat, but, like, I'm no fan of a general, and usually I'm not going to, like, applaud something a general says. You guys are going to applaud General Milley. Uh, that that this was not particularly helpful. So I'm, I wanted to give you the. I can't believe he's not already in jail. I can't believe he's still in Congress. Seemed to be a challenge when Ms. Hartzler was asking questions. How should the Department of Defense think about critical race theory? Could I make a comment, uh, Secretary? I'm sorry. Well, I, I'm very. Yeah, so that, that's time. General Milley. Well, I, I just want to make a comment. That's, there you go. That's General Milley, the Joint Chief, trying to chime in. The, you know, the Secretary Austin is in the civilian leadership. General Milley is in the active leadership. Well, I know, but I've, I've, I've asked the question to Secretary Austin. I don't, I don't know what the what the issue of critical race theory is. There you st- start. You, like, you hit it. Like, the DOD is like, what? But then Milley will actually tell you exactly why they subscribe to it. Listen, what the relevance here uh, in with the department we do not teach critical race theory. We don't. We don't embrace uh, critical race theory, and I think I think that's a spurious uh, uh, conversation. And so we are focused on extremist behaviors, and and not uh, not ideology, not not uh, not people's thoughts, not people's uh, uh, political orientation. Behaviors is what we're focused on. I would like to yield some of my time. Looks like they are on, and they're not. Maybe CNN didn't turn them on. I'm sorry. 
to General Milley because I know that he had some comments that he wanted to make when Representative Gates was talking as well uh, as Mr. Waltz about a similar subject of the stand down and, and race theory. Would you like a minute or so to comment on that? But here you go. Here you go. You guys, you're going to love this. Your thought was there. Um, sure. Um, first of all, on the issue of critical race theory, etc., I'll, I'll obviously have to get much smarter on whatever the theory is. Um, but I do think it's important, actually, uh, for those of us in uniform to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university. Uh, and it is important that we train and we understand. Uh, and I, I want to understand white rage. And I'm white. And I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America. What caused that? You sound pissed, too. I want to maintain an open mind here, and I do want to analyze it. It's important that we understand that, because our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, and Guardians... Yes! ...the American people. So it is important that the leaders, now and in the future, do understand it. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read, I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That Indeed, comrade! So what is wrong with understanding having some situational understanding about the country for which we are here to defend. And I personally find it offensive that we are accusing the United States military, our general officers, our commissioned, non-commissioned officers, of being, quote, woke or something else because we're studying some theories that are out there. That was started at Harvard Law School years ago, and it proposed that there were laws in the United States, antebellum laws prior to the Civil War, that led to uh, a power differential with African-Americans that were three-quarters of a human being when this country was formed. And then we had a civil war and emancipation proclamation to change it. And we brought it up to the Civil Rights Act in 1964. It took another 100 years to change that. So look it, I do want to know. And I respect your service, and you and I are both Green Berets. But I want to know. And it matters to our military and the discipline and cohesion of this military. And I thank you for the opportunity to make a comment on that. Boom! Yeah, was not expecting that whatsoever. Now, after you got dressed down like that, would you... If you were a congressman, Matt Gates, after you got dressed down like that, would you come back? Would you come back after that? Mr. Secretary, why was Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Lohmeyer... Because that was like yesterday or day before. This is today! Today! Matt Gates is at it again. It was a decision made by his, uh, by his chain of command, and typically uh, those decisions are made based upon either having confidence or a lack of confidence. This is- issue is under um, investigation by the IG, and so I won't co- comment any further on that. In my previous discussions with service members and particularly officers, I would hear about complaints over parts not arriving on time. Oh, this is the same part. Oh, shit. What the fuck? The Hill just posted this to... Oh, shit. I was wrong then. My apologies. This is one of the problems with the fact that I don't watch my shit. The Hill posted this clip again. They must have missed it. I, the original clip was on CNN that we were watching. He will come back, though. He doesn't have any humility. You are correct. Just like how uh, he tweeted on Wednesday that Democrats should defund the FBI, the same agency investigating whether the Florida congressman participated in sex trafficking. 
If Democrats want to defund the police, they should start with the FBI, Gates wrote, before deleting it almost immediately. The post was only up for one minute. This is according to ProPublica's Whoops, which tracks politicians' deleted tweets. Surely, surely Matt Gates will not be free to run for office. Like, I know he's running for re-election for Congress, but like, what? The spokesman also demanded that Vice News run the statement in full or not at all, which we did not agree to do, but here it is anyway, so you can see it for yourself. Given how seriously Rep. Gates treats his interactions with the FBI, especially his latest work in pursuing the facts surrounding Chinese defector Dr. Li Ming-Yan and her safety in the U.S., Rep. Gates felt it appropriate to remove a jocular tweet taken from a speech some time ago. He looks forward to hearing back from FBI Director Christopher Wray on what the FBI knew about the COVID-19 origins when Dr. Yan first came to the U.S. in early 2020. What a slime ball! Wow! Oh, Matt Gates is jocular, all right. I wish these people could feel embarrassment. Please, right-wingers, feel embarrassment. It would save the rest of us so much time. You know, since you brought up Marjorie Taylor Greene, you want to talk about her? Who did do the tour with the pedo? Let's talk about Vice President Harris and why she's finally decided to go to the border. Well, we all know the truth, don't we? It's because President Trump said he's going to the border. And Kamala Harris knows more than anyone that she's likely to be the presidential nominee in 2024. You see, this isn't too hard to see. I'm just, at this point, I'm not so sure. I I think it's going to be Biden. And if if it's if Biden doesn't run, I think the primary is wide open. I don't think uh, Harris is a lock. And I think we need to be prepared for that scenario. But I think Biden's running. I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he if he is alive and kicking, he will run. I don't I don't think that he is going to step down and let uh, VP. I mean, people. There are people that live to be like 111 and shit, and he has the best health care in the world. Most conservative woman Democrat, probably Kristen Cinema. I, I, Harris will be the, Harris will be the establishment candidate and she will go into the primary in a very strong position. But like, I think the progressive movement is where it's at. And even if we, even if we don't, because I don't see us, I don't see a candidate that's perfect for that moment. But there will be a disruptor in the race, and I think it would. I think there would be a more agree upon candidate. I think like that would open the door for somebody more like an Elizabeth Warren. I don't think Warren would run again. 
but I think it would open the door for somebody more in that lane that's willing to play ball with the establishment, wants to act like they're the establishment, but like has that progressive streak, even though Warren was a Republican in the 80s and was a conservative fucking professor. So that's that's kind of what I see it as like a progressive will torpedo Harris and we'll get something more in the middle. I don't know who that might be. I absolutely think she does and she should be. She absolutely that was that was the, the position that was a position created for her. I don't know about Consumer Protection Bureau at this moment in time. I think she probably wants Treasury at this moment in time. I think that's what she was angling for with the with the Biden administration. She wanted to be Secretary of Treasury. Maybe she wants to be the Federal Reserve Chair. That's, I mean, in her position, that should be what she's wanting to go for. But hey, we may not ever we may not ever get there because they may impeach Joe Biden. We might have a President Harris just because Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert's bill will somehow make it through, and uh, they're gonna they're gonna impeach him. What it is, everyone knows that Joe Biden is failing and can't do the job for, as President of the United States. I saw a popularity uh, poll today. Biden has actually gone up in popularity since he, but slightly. It's only a couple percentage points, but slightly since he got elected. So, sorry, Marjorie. Again, thank you, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert, who's headed back to the floor to go vote for this important resolution to censure Joe Biden. And I'll add to that. He doesn't need just censured. He needs impeached. Thank you very much. This center resolution is to hold Joe Biden accountable. I, apparently it's like double digits, but I, I can't confirm that. I've not seen an official report, but that is what I've heard, that she's had double digit fucking food, poison, po- food poisonings from her restaurant, which is gun themed. Every, everybody know, everybody know, everybody knows, come on. Well, yeah, they're hilarious. That's what. That's why I fucking played it. He's impeached. Thank you very much. This center resolution is to hold Joe Biden accountable. Um, what we are seeing. Wait, right wait, 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 wait. I thought he flashed somebody else. Was it her? Was Lauren Boebert underage and he flashed her? I mean, she did just get her GED. She's got to at least be thirty-five, right? Oh, it was a whole group of, it was a whole group of underage girls. Okay. And then he married her. Okay. Yeah. Well, yes, yes. They love taking advantage of the 16, 17, 15 year olds, 14 year olds. I've seen it many times. Absolute crisis. And, uh. I think the reason we haven't even seen the border czar, the tapped border czar, go down there is because she will have to admit that this is a crisis. I have looked into the eyes of the children who are down there, the children who have been stripped of their shoelaces because we don't know if someone's going to harm them or if, or if they're going to harm themselves, the the children who are wrapped in mylar blankets. And I thought you guys were into that shit. Needs to be 
address now. I think, um, as you heard earlier today, it's actually um, very light and minis- uh, it, it's, it's a very light action to censure him. This is actually worthy of impeachment. And that is what we should be doing right now. But we are taking the step to put him on notice and hold him accountable for what's going on at the border. Yes, absolutely. Did he say President Jackson is the only one to be censured? This rises um, to the level of censure resolution because it is affecting our entire nation. Um, This should go all the way through the Senate, and I would hope that the Senate uh, would actually agree with us. And and This woman's going to be around for a while, but how long is she going to be in Congress until she goes to, like, Fox News? I mean, look at look at her. She is perfect for Fox News. You can't tell me she's not a host. Or OAN, Newsmax, whichever one offers her the money. Like, I don't, th- I don't think she wants to actually do work. She doesn't want to legislate. She won't be in Congress long. Two terms. A dozen Republicans in the House. They already have their Burnett quota. I know. I respect our leadership greatly, and I think Leader McCarthy has done a great job of... Uh, I thought they were up on their blonde quota. Uh, I'm not afraid to use the tools, utilize the tools that we have available to us in the minority. I am... Uh, an elected lawmaker. So um, this is very much in my in my amazingly life. enough, ma'am. And I would hope that leadership would um, would join us in this. Um, I think it boggles the mind. Twenty of my colleagues who have joined on uh, signed on to this now, and we- and the people who elected you think AOC is stupid. They're still bringing more people on as well. Um, but right now, my... Oh, since Els died, they've got rid of all the blondes. Expose the corruption that's going on. Expo- expose um, inaction yes, that's going on. Yes, in they the did. Um, and really to... They cheerleaded the Trump cruelty. And tell the American people, communicate to the American people how I'm getting in their way. Let's talk... Yes, you are getting in the way of the American people. As she mentioned, uh, Vice President Harris will be going to the southern border for a photo op. They were just going to go and do a fucking photo op. They should have done it fucking months ago. They made the right wing. They're still, the right wing's still not going to shut up. I don't know what the point is. I don't know what the point is of going down there and doing another disastrous photo op. This is the last thing Harris needed to do. Maybe they're trying to sabotage her for 2024. I don't know. It kind of seems like it. This is Jinsaki. Friday, which is being done in coordination with the Department of Homeland Security. Secretary Mayorkas is, of course, joining. Oh, I'm sure she'll gaff again. Uh, you know, and and the planning and timing of it was done in coordination with them. Uh, is is part of the coordinated effort between her office, her work, the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Health and Human Services, uh, to continue to. Uh, address the root causes and work in coordination uh, to uh, get the situation under control. 
It's a good one, Orby. Predict what President, former President Trump, will say uh, when he ha when he goes to the border. Uh, we can only guess, um, but uh, I don't think we're. Our view is that uh, the Vice President making a trip to the border with the Secretary of Homeland Security to assess and take a look at progress that's been made is going to prevent or change what the former President of the United States says when he goes to the border in a couple of days. They both like made the announcement today. Do you think Trump like knew because like. Presidential itineraries, vice presidential itineraries are pretty easy to come across, especially if, you know, you were just in the White House. There are ways to have connections and figure that out. Do you think Trump came out and said that he was going to the border, like, right before they made this announcement? Like, I don't know when the, I don't know the timeline of events of when it happened. I've been going to bed in, incredibly uh, late, so... This, this shit probably all happened before I woke up this morning. Senator Mazzy Hirono had a little uh, run-in with our favorite senator. Is it, is it right that, that, that you don't intend Ted Cruz. to follow the original understanding of the Constitution? The senator's time has expired. Judge, you may answer the question. Senator, uh, as I... By the way, it was this clip, or it was... Senator Kennedy with Janet Yellen, and I, I watched a little bit of it. It was boring as fuck, but like Kennedy and Yellen look like each other. They both are old fucking ladies, and just flipping back and forth was just cracking me up. But it was like the content was really boring. However, this is probably going to be really interesting. Question: I will apply originalism, and that is one of the factors or the tests that the Supreme Court. Uh, has laid out for judges to follow, and I cannot ignore it. I have to follow regionalism in the cases where it is appropriate. But do you agree with Senator Herodes Senator's time has expired. That, that, that those are the reasons. The Senator's time has expired. Senator Padilla is recognized for five minutes. You know, this is a committee where we've had a little bit of comedy, and I recognize you, that Senator Ossoff is new, we generally don't have the chairman trying to jump in. Oh, Ted, you provide plenty of comedy, sir. Now, he was using comedy in the... Decorum sense. I recognize Thank you, Senator Off Ossoff is new, chairman. but we generally don't have the chairman trying to judge. Taking shots at him. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Floor's mine. These questions mine. Quite a perfect privilege, you. Mr. Chairman. There'll be order in the Judiciary Committee. Senator Cruz, your comment is noted, and Senator Padilla. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Chairman Ossoff does not want these questions answered. Quite a personal privilege. Senator Hirono. I would request that my colleague, Senator Cruz, not mistake, mistake what I'm saying. And you know what? All this mansplaining, please stop. Thank you. Senator Padilla. Ooh. Five minutes. Thank you, Mr. What, mis what was Thank mischaracterized, you. Senator Rono? You just said I mischaracterized something. What? what? The floor is mine. Senator I'm, Senator I'm, that's what the sergeant in arms is supposed to be there for, to be like fucking... I mischaracterized something she said, so I am asking her what was mischaracterized. Throwing Ted Cruz out if they have to. Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, is the floor mine? Okay, so you're not going to explain Senator that Cruz. claim was mischaracterized. Everyone bear with question? me. Senator Cruz, you may respond to Senator Hirono. I described what Senator Hirono said. I asked the judge if he agreed. This is, this is all an act. This is all white man aggrievement with her defense uh, that he should not embrace originalism because it would not allow him to reach outcomes that she exactly now come back and said 
that was a mischaracterization of what she said. And so I'm inquiring, yeah. what is mischaracterized? Mr. Chairman, I very briefly, very briefly, because otherwise, you know, the thing with my colleague is he always has to get the last word, and that is a fact. But the one of the ways mischaracterized... Smarmy little piece of shit. ...to originalism is applied because uh, it results in decisions that I don't agree with. I disagree with the way that the court proceeded in it in some of the members of the court and how they proceed with the originalism to get to the results that they want. So that's it. Is it not accurate that you said you thought originalism shouldn't be followed because it would lead to a different result in Obergefell and a different result in Roe? Is that not what you said in this committee just a few minutes no. ago? No. Okay. Well, the record members, is clear. Some of the court members apply originalism. Not all of them do. And that is why, uh, in some instances, they have been in the minority. Well, the, the record is clear so what now. you said, and now you're saying so, you Mr. didn't Chairman, say Chairman, thank you. Thank you for this exchange. It's a bullshit term. Like, I, I think it's impossible to, oh, you got to put your yourself in the shoes of the founders and rule the way that they would based on their interpretation of the law. Yuck, 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 yuck. No, law builds on precedent. It's insane. Speaking of insane, Dan Crenshaw would like to sue China. And before we get started, I would just like to say, as I always do, I would give more than anything. I, I would sell my left testicle. This and Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. I would sacrifice a testicle to piss in his open eye hole. Thank you all for being here um, for this extremely important topic. I'm going to speak briefly about uh, my bill that I introduced last year called the Holding the Chinese Communist Party Accountable for Infecting Americans Act. And that's... <coughs> I'm sorry, did you need a content warning before that one? This show is uh, this show is a little out there. Fucking Dan Crenshaw. I I can't stand him. He is such a... He is more of a phony than Ted Cruz is. Everything about Dan Crenshaw is all image. That's exactly how it sounds. How can the American people hold the Chinese Communist Party accountable? And why would we? Oh, this is propaganda. ...their role in starting and spreading this global pandemic. That's a fact. That's something we do know. That they did lie. That they... RB, I think that is an excellent point. International flights. This much we do know. Somebody should be court-martialed for that. And at best, trying to lie about when they knew about the virus. They jailed journals. And he's got fucking at. Look at Kevin McCarthy. Is he sniffing Dan Crenshaw's farts? Like, look at him. Pay close attention to Kevin McCarthy. We do know that they did lie. That they stopped the domestic flights, but not international flights. This much we do know, whether it came from the lab or not, we do know that. And at best, trying to lie about... He keeps looking down at Crenshaw's ass. He's like... ...disappeared doctors who dared to tell the truth, and they failed to inform the rest of the world immediately about the pandemic. Now, at worst, even though a year ago the press smeared anyone who said who said this was as a... Oh, yeah, this is this is a... They knew the virus escaped... Group of chuckle fucks right here, and I don't even know who this guy is. ...COVID-19 pandemic. 
The evidence and common sense strongly supports this. We need a full investigation into the origins of the pandemic so we can get to the truth. But the bottom line is that China is at fault for this. People died and lives were destroyed and Americans should have the right to sue the Chinese government. That you wanted to piss in his open eye hole? From Americans suing them under the I didn't know that I was the only one that wanted to do that. Limits legal action. I didn't know that I wasn't the only one that wanted to do that. Against foreign states. My bill will hold the Chinese Communist Party accountable. It would be so satisfying. By removing that protection. If nothing else, passing this bill will show the world that Democrats and Republicans, the entire United States, shares a common interest and commitment to holding the communist regime accountable. We came to yeah, it was just like the flu last year, but now when they can use it to saber rattle against uh, the Chinese Communist Party. ...to sue state sponsors of that heinous act. We should come together again as Americans to hold Beijing accountable. It'll show the Chinese Communist Party that they're not going to get away. Did they, did they sue Saudi Arabia? Did they allow that? I'd have to look that one up. Including their own citizens, and I can't for the life of me understand... I want to say that smells like something the U.S. would never let happen. I can't understand that. We're beating our heads against the wall trying to figure that out. We did not politicize this. We are blaming China. We're not blaming Democrats for the virus. And yet there seems to be a lack of desire, I, a lack of curiosity about where this virus came from, and, a, and certainly a lack. I, do you think they're going to go with the, the Uyghur thing? Is that is that what they're going to use to like to launch it? Because China is not, they're not really that militaristic. They're building some, some islands and some military bases out in like the, the South China Sea. But, like, overall, like, their posture in the world is rather peaceful. They just, Now they go and they build, like, embassies and countries and plant fucking cameras and shit. Like, that's how they do. They, like, try to schmooze their way in and then they, they plant cameras and microphones and shit. They're really sneaky. Is that racist to me to say that? It's not because, like, the Chinese government is really sneaky. I like so I like I'm mixed about China. So a lot of what we a lot of what we know about China as Americans is propaganda. I know this from knowing Chinese people and hearing like no, that is absolutely not true. But also the fact that you like Chinese people that live here in the in this country, you also have to take into account like if they live in the US, I I feel like this is a, a over a hasty generalization, but like Chances are, if they live in the U.S., they are are more on the wealthy side and tend to be more capitalistic and and have a slanted view of things. So, like, you you have to take propaganda into, like, I do think there's something funky going on with the Uyghur Muslims. And I don't, I don't know what action to take, like, Bombing shit doesn't solve anything, especially you can't go bomb China. So I... That's a tough one. ...of commitment to holding the Chinese Communist Party accountable. And we continue to invite Democrats to be on the stage with us and join the, and join the China task force. And I asked Speaker Pelosi to... You, you can't even get two recognizable Republicans to stand on the stage with you. I have no clue who the other jabroni is. Thank you. And they're going to cut off... Like, that's the House Minority Leader, Kevin McCarthy. And that's where this clip... The Hill is going to cut it off. Like, ah, we don't want to hear from him. <laughs> 
Here is Smokey. Yes, yes, the Trump administration be, should be held accountable for what they did in the pandemic. All right, some very good news coming to us out of New York. Buffalo's presumptive mayor-elect, India Walton, is a very proud Democratic Socialist. We're perfectly fine with socialism for the rich, she says. So weird that uh, that headline wrote it weird. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the the entire intent of this campaign is to draw down power and resources to the ground level and, and to the hands of the people. And when we think about socialism, um, you know, we're perfectly fine with socialism for the rich. Uh, we will bail out Wall Street and banks and give a billion dollars in tax incentives to one of the richest people in the world to build an empty Tesla factory in South Buffalo. And when it comes to providing the resources that yes. we need to thrive, uh, socialism becomes scary at that point. So I'm, I'm very proud to be a democratic socialist. I am proud to have the support of Buffalo DSA and National DSA. Uh, I received a call from Congresswoman AOC this evening. And I'm, I'm just excited to be a, a part of this movement that is ushering progressive politics into Buffalo. Being the third poorest mid-sized city in this country, we should be considering how we begin to eradicate concentrated poverty and disadvantage and Demi- Oh hell yeah. She's not the new mayor yet. She is the uh, presumptive mayor. Just because uh she won the Democratic primary. So uh, assuming she's going to be elected in November because it's Buffalo and it's highly blue. We can't I, did, I did not hear the quote that I specifically saw and she highlighted in a tweet that I would like to highlight right now. If you are in elected office right now, you are being put on notice. Hashtag Madam Mayor, I said what I said. India Walton is a badass. So I am sure that starting, what, tonight, she is going to be demonized non-stop. She will be the new poster child for the right-wing abuse, and that makes me incredibly sad. Walton, 38, is on track to become the first female mayor in Buffalo history. According to the New York Times, she will also be the first socialist mayor of a major American city since 1960, when Milwaukee had one. When we think about socialism, you know, we're perfectly fine with socialism for the rich. I don't like the way 
Like, he, like the headline kind of makes it seem like Democratic Socialist says we're perfectly fine with socialism for the rich. Like the way she said it in the in the in the interview, I don't know if that was purposeful by the news agency. Mayoral result will not be official until November, but there are no other candidates on the ballot, barring an ambitious write-in campaign or an unforeseen circumstance turning the primary in Brown's favor. Walton will be mayor next year. Brown did not concede on Tuesday holding out hope for absentee ballots, but the Associated Press called the race Wednesday morning. Support for Walton has poured in from around the country, especially those who share her democratic socialist leanings. AOC tweeted about her here. Walton beat Brown during early and primary day voting. Brown is the current mayor. By about 1,500 votes, turnout for the election was terrible. Erie County Executive, I, that's and that's sad, but that's one of those things that, like, this is an issue of mine that I want to focus on. Why the fuck was there an election June 23rd in the middle of fucking summer? There needs to be one uniform day... Throughout the country, two for the primary. You have one. In the, you have an election day in the spring. You have it sometime in May, and then you have the actual election day in November. Both need to be national fucking holidays. Everybody has the day off. Do it on Saturday if you want to. I. That's why super low turnout, like, it happens to me. I follow politics, and then, like, a day before, I'm like, oh, shit, there's a mayoral race here. What? It's hard to keep up with a million different races throughout the year on different days in different municipalities. You might have a county on one day. You might have a city election on another. A school board election over here. It's insane. That is definitely a pet peeve of mine. If I ever get some modicum of influence, I will try to make a difference when it comes to that particular ordeal. Hi, buddy. How are you? Go ahead, we're going to bring it on home. With a rainbow at Yosemite Park. Oh, shit. Oh, I was hoping we had nice nature sound. We did not. Quit showing them your ass, dude. The lights lighting just right at Yosemite to create the rainbow effect. You agree? You think they twisted it to make her look bad? I don't. I'm cynical. Like I don't want to. I don't want to accuse. 
I think most people, news agencies, are doing the best they can of trying to not be biased or anything. I know this because, you know, I worked in news for years. I But, like, that does seem kind of purposeful. I'm skeptical of it. Uh, here, guys. If you were on the Twitch... I'm going to send you over to Sun Soul's channel. Looks like he has a panel on tonight, or maybe he's watching something. They did not conclude, they didn't include the complete statement, but like, it was her actual quote, and it was like the crux of what she was trying to say. Somebody could have wrote that with the best of intentions, like, oh, I really want to highlight this. But then you read it and like, uh, it doesn't sound... Because like without hearing her inflection and everything, it doesn't sound right. So like I'm, I'm, I'm split on it. I could go either way. But you know, that's, that's most nights, right? All right, go ahead. Light one up. Tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I am Justin Freaking. <laughs> Thank you, Tones. It's always a pleasure to have you. I'm Justin Freaking. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol live.